Everybody, you're listening to the High Sessions Hawaii podcast, where we talk about everything in local and beyond. I'm John Yamasato, your host. And joining me today is Mr. Kyle Shimabukuro, Devin Nakoba, of course, our special guest, who we'll introduce in a minute. Uh, before we begin, let me remind our listeners of all the ways they can stay in touch with the show. There is Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, all at High Sessions. Then you can go to SoundCloud, YouTube, and Apple Podcasts to listen to the podcast. And of course, you can email us at highsessions at yahoo.com. Devin, when they're yes. there, what do they do? Uh, make sure that you give us the five-star rating. Um, if you don't want to give us a five-star rating, that's totally cool. Just don't give us a rating at all. But okay. it really, but the the rating really does help uh, us go up in the um, what is it? The algorithm, so that people the algorithm, us. the almighty algorithm. Yes. Okay, if you'd like to help the show and get more music on the channel, please go to patreon.com, p-a-t-r-e-o-n, and donate. There, you'll be more involved with the show and help determine who and what is filmed. So I have a special announcement today, guys. Oh, okay. So, you know... Did we I hit did, our 100? I did. We did hit our 100. Just yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, it takes no, no, so but that's long not to get the to surprise. the point. Eh? You thought that was a surprise. Oh. oh. But it's not the surprise. We're all getting paid. So, so that's not the surprise either. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I don't really like to ask people, but I thought, you know what? We're so close to the 100, so I sent out just a, one message. So we'd like to thank our eight... New Patreon subscribers wow, awesome. this week. We have Patty from California. Yeah. Man. Shannon from Honolulu. Man. Nice. Arlene from California. Bam. Gretchen from Honolulu. Bam. Scott from Honolulu. <laughs> I understand the bam. bam, but okay. Jennifer from California. <laughs> bam. Karen from Honolulu. Bam. And Todd. I don't know where Todd's from. Where's the bam? I don't know where he's from. Yeah, no, don't we need oh, to get bam. a bam? Yeah, there you go. Okay. All right. Good, John. Thank so, you so much, yeah. you guys. So, so eight new patrons. Thank you so much. So, and by the way, you you are going to be totally stoked because uh, we just saw the new design for 2023. Yes. So all so of these people. Make sure you stay patron because that shirt is coming out and it looks awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So um, actually, in our November update, which will be at the end of the, I just gave us, I just gave the October update. When the November update comes, everyone will get to see the new shirt. Nice. So they have a few okay. weeks to, to cool. wait. Okay. Uh, please support Kupu Kupu Landscaping, Landscape Architects. You can call Kevin Okumura. Yo, Okumura. Kevin Yokomura, 808-722-8685 for a free estimate. You can go to kupukupulandscaping.com to get more information. Uh, you can also support Fort Ruger Market. We had, I had the plate A. So it's basically coming down for me, the plate A. Or the poke, pokeball. But this mm. time we had, they gave us poke. You know what's good over there too? This the tegu. Oh yeah, the tegu was good. The tegu was good. Today's tegu, yeah. Yeah, it was really good, man. Thank what you. is tegu? I don't even home. know what tegu is. It's a cuttlefish. It's a cuttlefish yeah. with the... Oh, 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 I see. Tegu is a cuttle and gu is fish. That's why. I see. I don't know. Stupid. Okay, you can find Devin Kumu94.7. Go to highlifeclothing.com to find Kyle. You can go to teamyamasato.com to find me. That brings us to our special guest. Yay! He's like, fine, like his top. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> so, Mr. Man, we had like our own local Paul Schaefer in. I know. I know. It was like the best introduction ever. 
Well, that's why you just kept talking. I was like, wow. Yeah. Usually he's trying to rush through the thing, but this time he was sort of taking his time. Well, he's he's more relaxed today. He's very soothing, I actually. <laughs> I have a good friend in, in with us. So Get him to record that, and we can just play it over. Herb has seen me at my best and my worst, so I, there's no no facade that I have to put on, mm. being a nice guy or something, you know? Yeah. It's going to be a very interesting podcast. Well, let's then. hear about John's worst. Well, yeah. Uh, well, well, first of all, <laughs> let me introduce. Let's just launch straight into it. Herb. <laughs> no, but Herb was on with us last time. So yeah. yes, Herb's been on, but he was yeah. only on um, when uh, we the Zoom. The Zoom. The Zoom. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't yeah, in person. That's, that's it hasn't changed who he is, right? I mean, he's yeah. still. No, but I thought this. I, I thought this is kind of interesting. So now people introduce Herb as an ukulele master. Oh wow! And but before it used to be ukulele virtuoso. Okay. And I think what happens is you got older. You start off as a <laughs> you start off as a virtuoso, right? <laughs> and then once you become a master, that's an age thing. That's cool. an age. Well, status. he got gray hair now, so yeah. you know. That's so fine. so you've crossed the, crossed over to master uh, status. No, no, I'm just still a ukulele player, man. <laughs> <laughs> same, 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 same. No, Nothing come on, you, you you are a master. You've taught <clears throat> so many of the young kids that are playing now, oh, no, directly no. or indirectly. That's true. Well, I mean, I think I think there's a lot of um, enthusiasts, a lot of people who love the ukulele, mm-hmm. and they gravitate to whatever they can find on YouTube or recordings, and then I think that's how they um, their interest even grows from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's not only me, but there's so many other people that should take credit for that. Yep, but but uh, oh, sorry, I forgot to go through the ground rules with you. You can do whatever you want, just don't hit the table when you talk. Just don't hit the table. Yeah, but don't do this kind of stuff because it picks up in the in the microphone. Oh, okay. But well, other than that, <laughs> feel free to do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want. Whatever. The bottom yeah, part of the whatever. table yeah. is fine. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so Herb, I know you've been kind of locked down the past couple of years, mm-hmm. but uh, just got back from Japan with Mr. Jake Shimabukuro. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Um, it was it was good. It was um, it was the first time that Jake and I performed together in Japan. Mm-hmm. So I think it was uh, um, mind blowing for people there that listen to ukulele music. Mm. So, so you guys played together, or you guys played at the same concert together? We played together. Oh, awesome! At the same events, um, like wow. um, Hiroshima and Honolulu are celebrating um, their anniversary of be, of being sister cities. Okay. And the relationship, and uh, our governor was there. Some dignitaries were there, and um, we played at several of their events. We played at a Hawaii festival in Hiroshima. Oh, okay. Yeah, we just stayed in one one city, so which was cool. We get to experience all the different foods yeah. in one city. Um, Hiroshima, what what are they known for over there? Like I know remember um Okonomiyaki. Okonomiyaki, their pancakes. Oh, is that what um, it is? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's interesting because when you go up there and you guys know this because you travel there quite a bit, there's different areas have their own specialty. Like yeah. uh, I remember when we were up in Utsunomiya and they were like, You have to try good gyoza. We have the best gyoza. Right? Oh, they they do have the best. They have very good gyoza. Oh my! But everybody the has their own their own thing. What is, what do you think it is? Is the ingredients that's grown in that certain area or something that they use or yeah. secret recipe? Okay, you know when you go to a normal ramen shop, mm-hmm. yeah, their gyoza is like this small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But in Utsunomiya, the gyozas are like this big. Oh, 
and this thick. Yeah, herb is. For but that's not the only density. difference, right? It must be the inside guts taste good too, right? Oh yeah, inside guts. guts. Inside guts. That <laughs> makes it so appetizing. <laughs> the inside <laughs> guts. The, what? The guts of the gyoza. Bruh. Oh. The inside guts. Yeah, but yeah. no, but it's it's because um, they do the yaki gyoza, right? Mm. The tsui gyoza. Yeah, that's the soup one. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a variety of ways that they make them, and they've always won contests. Oh, gyoza contests. Wow. You and know, it doesn't matter what store you go. They, I mean, they're the all specialized. Yeah. All like that specialized. Yeah. Wow. We we were in Taiwan once, and um, they they have their own gyoza there, but it it is the soup version. I don't I don't know, man. I just can't. Okay, when you mean soup version, it's in a soup or it's got soup inside it's the gyoza? It's got soup inside. Oh, so oh kind of like the, the Din, Din, Din Tan, what is that place called? <laughs> <laughs> Din Tan Pho, what is it called? <laughs> what is that place Din called? Din what? Oh, the, the place in um, Sokos Positive, that, that Chinese place that you get the soup with the... Never mind. Anyway, so... <laughs> her, no, what are you guys playing music <laughs> together, you and Jake? <laughs> 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 is there a full band behind you guys, or what do you? How how does that With work? With Jake and I, yeah, it's just the two of us. Oh yeah, so you guys rehearse like each other's songs. What did you guys play together? Uh, we played because I mean during the pandemic we've we've done stuff together. So uh, some of the songs that um, we did together, we we performed, and um, he likes my original song. Mm. Sandcastles, which he does. Yeah, that's my favorite. Mm. And um, I got to play one of his songs called Ichigo Ichie. Mm-hmm. And I, I memorized the song on the flight over. Oh, <laughs> of course you did. Just looking at the music. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But wait, you, you read music, right? Yeah. So was that your dad taught you that? or you were, How did you learn that part? My father taught me how to read when I was seven. Oh. And then... Going to lab school from kindergarten, music is required every year. Mm. Okay. So I had to learn how to read. I mean, it was, it worked hand in Yeah, because I'll be like, um, oh, this isn't C sharp. And they'll be like, that's D flat. I'm like, <laughs> what's the difference? It's in the same, like, I put the cable on the same place, you know? Okay. But how, what did you explain to me? Why, why is it different? Okay, like, for example, <laughs> how should I say this? Okay, <clears throat> in the key of A, Right, you have your root note that's A. Your second note is your B note. Your third note is you considered to be. <laughs> is it picking up? I'm yeah, just tapping. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, sorry. So it's A B <laughs> C sharp, <laughs> but it's considered. But it's C sharp or D flat. It's the same note, right? Okay. Yeah. But in the key of A, it's telling you that all C's are sharps. There's no C natural. In A. In the key of A, and so. The next note after C sharp is a D natural. So you can't say that the C sharp is a D flat because all Ds are natural. In the key of We just don't look deep there, buddy. I'm like, what? Super confusing, man. That's why he's a master. No, <laughs> I'm not. No. So yeah, when, you go, when, you him, when he told him it was in a D flat, what, did he correct you? And then. Yeah, he goes, it's, it's, uh, it's A. F- like if I go, oh, it's in G sharp, he'll be like, no, it's A flat. Like, okay. <laughs> but if I play it the same? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then what does it matter? Does that, I asked him, like, why yeah. does it matter then? Yeah. 
Are you guys having this conversation on stage with yes. in front of everybody? <laughs> no, sometimes when when he records for me, yeah, guitar. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. I give him a chart, and then sometimes I just tell him, "Well, you have to play an A seven flat nine chord here," and he goes, "What is that?" I said, "Oh, just play it to me." He goes. How come you just don't put that down <laughs> on the paper? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah, why do so you have to write it like that? trying to teach you the right way to do it. Yeah. I'm so. assuming it has some purpose in music. Well, everything has a purpose in music. Yeah, but for me, it, it doesn't because I don't know the John, difference. Don't, this is the part that I've never understood. So, because technically you read music. No. No? I'm Weren't you in band? No. Really? So all these no. years, all the songs that you guys have learned, you guys, you've had to learn it through just. I know the chords, like I know, like what a G. Uh, chord obviously is. not, because he's like <laughs> t- telling you, no, that's not correct. <laughs> but it's the same chord; it's just not the same language. Yeah, yeah. I guess I, d- I don't know. <laughs> it's like I feel like you like an episode of Friends where he's like, okay, so eagle claw is like <laughs> an E, <laughs> and he's going, no, that's not right. It's actually right. Yeah. Is that is that That's what's happening? Uh, no, because we're still playing the same thing. It's just that, I guess when you, when it's written on the paper, it has to make sense in a certain way. But then when you play it, you know, different chords, I guess you could call it different things. I, I, I don't know. Because like what, what he's saying is like, yeah, he'll say like, oh, that's an A flat minor 7, 5 or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what it says on the paper. I don't know what that is, but he goes, if you play a diminished, that's the same thing. So I just play the diminished. Mm. But I'm always like, why, why can't you just I mean, write what, that? I mean, once you get deep into the, like, music you, theory of it. Well, the chords and everything. Yeah. Like, John probably notices already that when you play a minor six chord, it's the same as a ninth. I, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, now you do. I don't even know what a ninth chord is. Like, I think when I play a C... Sometimes, so there's a C, but then there's this other C that my guitar teacher taught me that um, it's like, because it, it's for every rose has its thorn. Mm-hmm. You play it a certain way. Yeah. Hey, hey, and, hey, oh, yeah, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Like an F minor 6 is the same so, as so a B so flat so 9. So if I go like, you know, so there's a G chord. All right. Yeah. And then there's a C chord. Yeah. yeah. But then when I learned every rose has its thorn, he goes, Every rose has its thorn, which is not a C chord. You're just moving your fingers over. But it's also in a different key, right? But I think song. this is a C nine or C six or something. But I don't really know what. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know guitar for me. Yeah. <laughs> right. Wasn't every rose turned tuned to a different um, guitar too? What, what about a different tuning? Yeah. Yeah. So I tuned to different tunings. So yeah. I, th- yeah. All these guitars have different tunings. They all have different tunings? Yeah, because I like to play slack key stuff. So that's in a C wahine tuning, and that's in a G, and then this is a standard tuning. Interesting. So, and then you tweet all these guitars around you. Uh. Yeah, well, I mean, I, they're lying around, so I might as well, like, yeah. use them and play them, right? So I come in here, and I when I got to kill, like, 20 minutes or something, I'll just practice on them. I'll just grab one of the guitars and practice. So why is it that the ukulele, you don't have to do that? Where you Because know, when you walk on stage or Jake walks on stage, you've got one ukulele. You walk out there, you play the ukulele, you play the notes, and then you're done. Whereas guitars, it seems, you know, like for each, the when you get to the, I guess, the, the big stage guys, right? Like the journeys, they, 
pass off guitars because they've got a guitar for this and a gar- oh, guitar yeah. for that, right? Because they've, they've each got different tunings. Not only that, I think they've got different effects going on those guitars to play that. Right. But like for the ukulele, is it just, is it just I'm easier sure, for you to tune down? I'm or? sure if Jake, uh, if they correct me if I'm wrong, Herb. I'm sure if Jake could, could have eight ukuleles on stage with him, he would. <laughs> he, and he'd have like different feels for everyone and, right? Is he wrong? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, to be honest, I, I, I don't think Jake would probably. I think at the most, maybe he'll have two. Yeah, yeah. Like, because he wouldn't do different tunings. Like the time you guys did that reunion at the concert hall, he had a baritone. That's oh, right. that's right. That's yeah. right. Right. He yeah. played a baritone and yeah. he had his tenor. So, but I don't think he'll have like two of the same size. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You, you know what's I, I tell you a funny story about Jake since he's not here to defend himself <laughs> so, so so when we did um, back back in the day we did a lot of these um, uh, what is it called when after you graduate high school you gotta go party College. no no you go to you go to that um, the event after high school oh. project grad project, yeah, project grad, grad. Oh. so one year we did six of them in like one weekend it was Jeez. insane you know and when That's I had crazy. my project grad we had Kyle Creative Boys play. Oh, nice. And I got to play with Kyle Creative Boys. That really? was like the highlight of my life at that point, you know? Okay. Wait, how did you get called up to play with Kyle Creative Boys? Because, you know, I guess someone told them, like, oh, there's a kid here that really likes you guys and would want to come up. So you, you didn't rehearse with them, you just got called up? No, yeah, up I just got just called up and I played, I played Ernie's guitar and he, he played these, he grabbed uh, John Porlis' sticks and he was playing the sticks and then Troy Fernet, yeah. So, so that was like a highlight of my, so I, I told, Jake, I'm like, hey, we should call kids up to play with us. Mm-hmm. You know, I think they'd, they'd appreciate that. So Jake brought a separate ukulele so that people could come up and play the ukulele with us. But he would not let people play his ukulele. Oh, no. You know? I, I would yeah. think. And so I was ragging on him the whole time. I'm like, why don't you let people play your ukulele? And he's like, wow, you, you just never know, right? Someone could drop it yeah. or something. It, 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 wasn't, true. it wasn't like he, he didn't want people to touch it but he just was worried like if it breaks i don't have a backup <laughs> at the time we weren't, we weren't we weren't like he wasn't jake level status night it's ukulele every other day or whatever you know <laughs> but so so anyway so i gave him so much letting people play yeah and then this one kid i can't remember what school it was but he came up to play but he wanted to play my guitar so i was like yeah sure man so i gave him my guitar and he was played the guitar and he was done and he gave it back to me and there was blood all over the front of my guitar oh and somehow he cut his finger when he was playing he didn't have a pick he was just strumming it says finger got cut and then there's this blood just like splattered all over my guitar now you know why there you go and all right maybe i wasn't uh maybe i shouldn't be teasing jake so much after that well on top of that too jake's ukuleles are custom made for yeah 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 your guitar you just go to easy music right 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 Right. (laughs) so so that was a fun that was an interesting story because yeah I mean, I didn't really care about it. I actually left the blood on there for a long time. It just dried up and just stayed as part of the guitar. Gross, what? Bro. But yeah, it is gross. It's it? rock and roll, man. <clears throat> yeah. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty hard to consider rock and roll, <laughs> but how did it feel being called up and then playing again with your oh, idols like after I, like graduation? Like I said, it was like highlight, man, of my, highlight of my life. I was super nervous. But but hook up with you that night and stuff. After uh, you no. That. no. One thing about Kyle Creative Boys, though, when they perform live, they performed everything like the CDs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right? true. Same arrangements and everything. Yeah. Right? Troy, Troy's <coughs> licks were all the same and everything back what, then. What song was it? We played Brown Eyed Girl. 
And then I did a like a um, hene hene kawaka thing, just something different. Cool. Yeah. So that yeah, that's that. I still have, I, my Facebook page is, is from that night. Oh, oh a, that's a photo of it. Yeah. That picture right there is from. Yeah. Oh, okay, I was wondering what that picture was from. Yeah, yeah. So I put it up there when Ernie passed away because it's a mm. good memory, you know. Yeah. Because he's back there like laughing. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, those guys are like just right. I mean, those guys are super supportive. Mm-hmm. Through, through everything. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so did you think that performance pushed your career to to no. have more confidence and to no no no, no? It, but it was just a good it was just good good times yeah that's awesome man yeah so herb are you working on anything new i don't even know what what the story is what, what have you been up to <laughs> nothing Besides playing with me like <laughs> here and there no nothing well i mean uh I, i'm supposedly supposed to go on tour with jake um his christmas tour Oh wow! It starts in a few weeks, and where's uh, that gonna be? East Coast, and then come home during Thanksgiving week, and then leave again Thanksgiving evening to go to the West Coast. Now you guys are both dads. How does that work within your schedule? Uh well, well, my oh. daughter's in college, so yeah. Oh, okay, oh, so you're. You guys are empty nesters then. During during the pandemic, I'm pretty sure my wife is like, go. (laughs) (laughs) Just go. Use your miles. (laughs) Just go. go. Travel the world. Man, I I met her before his daughter was born. Really? Yeah, we were playing. Where were we playing that place? Wait, you met the wife? Oh, well. Before that. Well, yeah, and and the wife. But I just remember, where were we playing? Um, Neptune's Garden. Neptune's, Neptune's Pacific Beach. Pacific Beach Hotel. This is when I first met her. We played at Neptune's Garden, looking at the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And then I remember um, Herb one day walking up with this pretty young girl. And um, he's like, John, I want you to meet my manager. Oh. And, I, and I was like, this is something's going to happen here. <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, they got married and <laughs> they wow, have a daughter. So and you married married your manager. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah. that was it. And then she lot. just became manager for life. That's right. That's right. Yep, yeah. be, but, you know, without her, I probably wouldn't be here today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, she's great. She's great. Yeah, so awesome. yeah, it worked out. But I called it, man. I was driving home that night talking to Stace. Like, yeah, those two are going to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a matter of time. Yeah. But did how we, did you guys actually meet, though? Yeah, how did we meet? Well, I know I met him at oh, House of Music. Yeah. Right? <laughs> House of Music. But I don't remember what it was for. Was Jake called you because I was there talking to Auntie Lydia. Okay. Asking her about Hawaiian music. And then she said, oh, there's a kid that works in the instrument department that wants to meet you. Me- so that was oh. Jake. Because okay, he was okay. working at House of Music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. And then while I was there, he called you to come over. Oh, is that what it? Okay. okay. And then you guys played for me. And then you guys looked at me and go, so how was it? I'm like, hey, you guys pretty good. And then I, I he was I, upset because I didn't. I, no, that's sad. <laughs> oh, 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 here we go. The truth you you didn't out. praise him enough. No, like I oh. was like, because he he didn't know me back then, right? Yeah. But it's I'm not the person that goes like, wow, man, you guys are like awesome. You guys should record or. Yeah. But you know, Jake, they just wanted my opinion. I was like, yeah, you guys sounded pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, that sounds like her, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So Jake was telling me, yeah, I think John was upset, you know. Jake. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, let's hear your true feelings. Were you or were you just I don't even hurt? remember that one. I, I remember we did used to play for like everybody we could possibly play for. Yeah. You know? And then, yeah. Uh, and then I, I think the second time I met you guys, when you guys did the 4th of July mm. thing at the Alamoana Shopping Center. Mm. Yeah. On the rooftop. But then the how, rooftop. Did, how did we get together and, and like start playing? I don't even remember that. I got your number. Yeah. Um, you gave me your number. And then when I started, when I felt like um, I needed a different uh, direction in terms of my recording. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I wanted um, a different kind of guitar playing. I mean, because I, I mean, first choice would have been Ernie. Yeah. Sure. But he was always busy yeah. with um, Ka'ao and, mm-hmm. and everything. So I called John, and he recorded on my third project. Yeah. 2003. I, I, I just remember, like, uh, yeah, you were transitioning at the time from, like, trying to do popular stuff to do to doing straight ukulele. When I say popular stuff, I mean, like, pop. pop yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you were in that band, Kul- yeah. Kulana. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Herb her used to be in, like, a reggae band and singing what? stuff. Yeah. It was <laughs> myself and uh, you guys know Kahi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was the bass player of the band too. So uh, you're an ukulele reggae band player. Like yeah, playing ukulele. Yeah, and we were band? doing a lot of contemporary stuff. Wow. Yeah. We used to play decoys in Kailua. Oh wow. Um, you have dreads? Oh no. No no no. He's the one. He's the one Asian on stage and like Kahi was a singer. Um, Kahi. Yeah, uh, bass, our uh, guitar player James and myself. You sang too. Yeah. Herb can sing, you know. I know. I heard him sing at Willows before, but he rarely does it. Yeah, I rarely. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> but but yeah. So so anyway, Herb was transitioning to this to doing the ukulele, like just full on ukulele. And I just remember, in the very beginning, it was all ballads. Herb had like just all ballads. Well, that album, that first album you recorded for me was called Ukulele Romance. So all the songs yeah, are yeah, valid. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> but I just remember like, like going, so, you know, yeah, it wasn't like, it wasn't right like here. Latin ukulele. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so, what, I'm, what I'm saying. I never wondered that, while recording, well, man, this is all ballads. I don't know. What, what, you didn't make the connection with the title? No, I didn't. Oh, okay. Wait, Lady in Red? I don't understand. <laughs> No, but when we do the gigs, you know, there'd be no upbeat songs. Because it was so ballads. But you can he throw was on the score his wife. Come on. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Oh. But uh, but uh, what I'm saying is, over the years, like Herb has this very diverse repertoire of stuff. Now I think he's, you know, we we would play. Um, we we got the opportunity to play on some of the Slack East Fest tours, you know, and go out and and whatnot. And I always felt like, man, we really like, um, you know, obviously we're not. Um, off the offspring or something but <laughs> we get we get the party going you know like uh, you get the party going yeah <laughs> did you ser- did, did you seriously well, I mean, just like, say that we pick up the pace and some of these really things. some of these slacky tours all slacky is like you know there's only so much upbeat stuff you can mm. do slacky right yeah. yeah a lot of it is, a lot of it is just you know kind of yeah. it's beautiful but you know after 45 minutes of that. It's nice okay. to have a guitarist yeah. and ukulele come on and then do some upbeat stuff with some... Like like instruments. what? It's like like Green Roads Hula kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, you know? okay. Well, with Patrick down. Yeah, Patrick down. David. Yeah. So, so you know, I feel like Herb's got a good show. Uh, even without me. Like, I'm not saying that, it's, that I'm, I'm the reason. It's just that over the years, his diversity of playing and all that stuff is good. Well, I mean, let's put it this way. 
And you know I hardly ever, ever compliment you. That's right. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> That's true. But let's hear it. But John, um, you know, he he idolized. He really studied and practiced the crew's way of playing the, the yeah. guitar. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, playing the bass line with the chords mm-hmm. and everything. Um, Only him and Blaine doing it right now. Well, right? Blaine, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so with John, I always had the confidence that he would keep a steady tempo mm-hmm. and rhythm, no matter what song I did mm-hmm. and whatever, however I wanted it to be, because he would gravitate and he because he's so um, well versed in playing different kinds of music, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so it was easy for me to just say, John, let's 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 go Japan, mm. let's go mm. somewhere, you know, let's 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 do a tour. Da, 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 and da. the thing I love about Herb touring with Herb, we go to, to wherever we're going, we do the gig, we eat dinner, and then we both go to our own room, <laughs> and we go to sleep. That's that, boring. That's about though. Don't you guys, didn't you guys party? <laughs> nope. No. We bring the fun <laughs> at the gigs. <laughs> And, and then, then they go home and sleep. <laughs> 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 he doesn't. He doesn't bother me. Like we got to do this. We got to do that. Or we can. You know, I just. I can just go back to my. Oh, sorry. We, uh, the remote. Oh, oh, oh. Remote's, where is it? It's over here, I think. Wait, I think. It's very. Sorry, looking behind the scenes. Oh, look, money. I can take some money with me. No, so Harley, right? Complimented yeah. you, but <laughs> that's the best way I can explain how important John is in terms of his guitar playing. Wow. Not yeah. only his vocals. Yeah. But his vocals is just an added yeah. um, frosting on the cake. You know, because when we do gigs together, when we go to Japan or we've been to Taiwan, mm-hmm. um, it's all, like... All over the U.S. Yeah, so it's like, you know, him playing guitar for me, I know I, I have to follow his tempo because he's on it. Mm. Right? There's no fluctuating on my part. There's yeah. no, I can't fool around, <laughs> right? I have to like really be on the tempo, mm-hmm. right? And then when he sings, then it's just, you know. His Herb can take a break. Well, it's just an added, added dimension to uh, the, I should, uh, the I presentation. I should send a shout out to um, Sonny Apulkehau mm-hmm. because he also does play the Doomchuck style as well. Okay, so can and you explain the Doomchuck style, Doom the, the, cruise, what, the cruise way of playing? What is it called? I call it, we call it the doom chuck. Okay, but, but is it chuck doom Where did they derive from? The like, who, who invented that? Was it Bernie? Uh, I don't, th- you know, I've seen country people do it. But I've seen country people do it with a, with a pick, you know? Okay. So they, they'll have a pick and they'll do it. But I, I mean, I just, uh, I just use my thumbs. It's very, um, Kind of reminds me of Lindsey Buckingham because Lindsey Buckingham. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then He's guys a, use uh, the, the thumb pick too, like when they yeah, do okay. the, the they do that kind of stuff. Er, Ernie's the only one that I seen do the uh, like with that. The mm. They turn it into like a little bit of a strumming thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm not sure easy it's though. Correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. It's I not know. easy. I think it's easy because you have to play the bass line on the fifth or sixth string. Right. Correct? Right. Right. 
I mean, yeah. so you need to know your chords and not one just one position. You need to know them in several. Yeah, I mean, and, uh, you, and you know even more because there's ones that you're doing <laughs> that he doesn't even know what that is. Yeah. Like, right. What are like, you playing? So diminished seven minor. <laughs> <laughs> I just like do stuff and I'm like, oh, that sounded cool or whatever. So that works. But yeah, so what I've been doing lately though is I've been getting, la- I don't know if I'm old or lazy, but. Instead of holding like a D chord, a full G, you can't see it if they're, you're not watching the podcast, but like a, a G, a bar G, I'll just wrap my thumb around the top and I'll hold the. Hello, this is the. That's supposed to do that, right? When you play guitar? You're not supposed to do that, but like, oh man, it makes life so easy <laughs> to do it. Wouldn't you Brian know? be upset at you for doing that? Polentino? Yeah. I don't know. Is Brian a stickler? He doesn't like anybody no. playing with a capo, right? Yeah, yeah you know, he, he says does. that, mm. but I don't know. He, I've never gotten any kind of. Kind of thing from him. I have no comment. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Well, what, what was your favorite tour? Like, wh- where's your favorite? Okay, so I know probably Japan is probably a favorite place to go, but is there, uh, when you may alienate some of your Japan fans, but is there a special place in Japan that you like? A special place in Japan? Yeah. Um, there are, there's one gig that really stands out to me. Um, to this day it was in 2003 mm, okay first time to Hiroshima oh. yeah um, it's heavy your first time there man. yeah, yeah it is <clears throat> I mean <clears throat> excuse me going to the the museum yeah yeah and everything was uh, very hard it was very hard because I feel so guilty, right? Mm-hmm. It's like I've never been to Pearl Harbor. Mm-hmm. I've never been to the Arizona because I would probably feel guilty, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, my ancestors did this mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then I go to the museum in Hiroshima, it's like, what? I'm, Amer- I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an I'm American. American. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah we did this, yeah. yeah. But um, Steve Jones was playing with me, rest in peace. Mm. Um, Good dude. Yeah, wonderful person and bass player. Um, and I and I got booked in this hall that seated 400 people. None of them ever heard ukulele music before. Oh, oh wow! It was just like um, people go there when they get a mail out. It's like this is they bring in international artists mm-hmm. and they just come and just listen, kind of thing. Um, never, no one ever heard of my dad. So it was the first time for ukulele music. We played for an hour and a half. And I stayed there two hours after the gig because I must have sold like 200 something CDs. Wow. And I signed every one of them. Nice. I mean, to me, to have to play in front of people that has never heard of you, mm-hmm. that has never heard Hawaiian music or ever heard of ukulele music, and you can turn that spark in for them, like going, wow, this is cool. I want to buy a CD or yeah. I want to mm-hmm. come and listen to this kind mm-hmm. of music again. That's more gratifying to me than playing in front of people that already heard you play mm-hmm. and love you and love you the way um, with what you do. Yeah. To me, playing in front of people that has never heard of you before, and appreciate and appreciate, yeah, 
But nowadays it must be hard, right? Because everyone just Google you on their phone. In 2003, they couldn't do that. They couldn't do that. Right, yeah. so, so you could find places where, yeah, ukulele wasn't heard or they right. didn't know who. But I think it's also the, the style, right? I mean, you can hear somebody playing ukulele, right? And you go, oh, that's ukulele. Yeah. But hearing you play, hearing Jake play, hearing Brian play, it's a, it's a different experience because you guys, you, you take it to a different level. Right. Um, how should I say this? Everyone that we that play now, every single one of us—Brian, Jake, myself, Taimane—we all came from the same tree as the people who actually, you know, your dad and my dad Eddie, uh, Jim, mm, uh, yeah. um, Jesse Kalima. I mean, Peter Moon. Who, who, who's, what style do you, I mean, d- without your dad? So without my dad. I mean, uh, don't, 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 <laughs> don't put your dad into this one, but uh, if you take your dad out, whose style do you enjoy the most? That I enjoy the most? Yeah. Like their, their style of playing. Okay, if you take my dad out, then I got to take Eddie out. Oh, because similar? Boy, you, listen, you, li- you listen to like, old recordings of Eddie and my dad playing. I yeah. cannot tell who's playing. Oh, all right. Mm. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. Because I... Did, my dad, like, yeah. took everything Eddie showed him, and hmm. yeah, I couldn't tell who, who was playing what. Um, I have to say... Peter Moon. All right. Mm. That would have been my choice, too. I have to say Peter Moon. That guy got some amazing, like, just phrase his phrasing. His phrasing so nice, and, right? and his playing can also be very melodic. Um, yeah, he's, he's like uh, a generation's ukulele master. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, is, there a, is there a song, a particular song or a, an album that you would point someone to if they said, oh, I want to... Like, because you know w- what we're talking about, right? Like you, if you mentioned, yeah, if you mentioned Peter Moon, they're gonna go, well, What song could I listen to? I mean, if you listen to his solo on Apili Mai, you know, it's his solo Apili Mai, his know? solo with Sunday Mono for um, um, uh, what is that song? Pua Lili, yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Kavika. Oh. Now, mm-hmm. he, he made that solo? That was... That's him. Wow. Wow. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So you look at those three songs, like... Yeah, because Kavika was played before that, but not that way. Right? It was a chant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what we were talking about, uh, Kamaka, about uh, a couple weeks ago. The way he turned it into a song. Yeah, and it was, yeah. A, it was a huge... It was a sensation for the musical community, but it was like a... People considered it a travesty for the some of the older Hawaiians because they felt like you were bastardizing this um, mm. this religious thing in order to sell records. People were <laughs> some people were really angry about it. I'm glad they did it though. I mean, oh that, yeah, that's yeah. what made it even more. But I mean, you know, then you've got Kili'i and uh, people like that who came along and you know, I mean, they're kumu and they're they're doing it. So yeah. that that made it a a lot more uh, palatable. So I think. Besides ukulele players being your influence, if you had to take away the ukulele, what kind of music was your influence in your younger days? 
Um, I did. I didn't like Hawaiian music. It's not that I didn't like it. I, I just didn't listen to it. Is it because you grew up around it with your father and stuff? No, or? my father never played Hawaiian. I mean, he did, but he chose. You know, he his he he loved jazz and mm. standards and. Um. Because growing up, I mean, all I could do was listen to what my sister had. Mm. You know, because she's six, six years older than me. So she grew up listening to Casey and the Sunshine Band. Chicago one. Bee Gees. Yeah. Mm. You know. Oh, she yeah. was at disco. Oh, she was, that was all Pat Benatar. Oh, okay. Hard rock disco. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's, That's okay. good stuff. That's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Right. But um, my dad gave me, um, you know, because I used to bug him. He's like, you know, I want I want albums too, mm-hmm. you know. So he ended up just getting me Elvis Presley LPs. Oh. Mm. So all, that's all I listened to was Elvis. Wow. Oh, I have a question for you, because yeah. my my daughter is getting to be college age. Uh huh. But also now, we're dealing with a musical sort of chasm. <laughs> Because cause she's, she's, so I was curious about you for your daughter, maybe for you too, John. Because mm-hmm. our, our kids listen to music differently. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Very different. Like, I, when I grew up, I'm kind of like you. I came up in a time where my, I had foster brothers that lived with me, and we had a, a cousin, my mom's cousin that lived with us, and Steely Dan, the Bee Gees, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I, I had to listen to it, I had no choice. You had radio. But it was Big Island Radio. Big Island Radio, they play all kinds of crap. There was <laughs> you'd you'd hear Neil Diamond, and then you'd hear Kalapana, and then you, mm-hmm. you know. So, um, a- as my kids come up, I'm trying to figure out how to get them to embrace that music because that bass that we had, I think, allowed us a deeper appreciation for what's happening. Because now, the kids listen. I mean, sorry, but the kids kind of listen to crap, like. Later on, they'll they'll embrace the the Beatles or Led Zeppelin or you know that kind of or Chicago or whatever. But in high school, we listened to what we called what adults called crap too. You know, like I guess so. I think it was after high school where my music taste kind of got more mm. refined than I went yeah, me back too. to my roots. You know, yeah, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to figure it out because like <clears throat> the stuff my daughter listens and uh, the interesting thing is my daughter will play stuff on her phone. Like if I'm sitting in the car with her and she'll start playing something on a list, I go, oh, what's that? Oh, what's that? So it's starting to shift a little bit where I actually kind of enjoy her music. But then when I play my stuff, she goes, oh, dad, this is junk. <laughs> <laughs> like, hey, man. So I was just curious, like for you with your daughter um, and the fact that you are in music, um, did you specifically try to get her to appreciate it? Did you sort of let her do whatever she wanted to do? Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I didn't sit down with her. I was like, okay, you shouldn't listen to this kind of music, <laughs> kind of thing. You know, I just let her, you know, figure it out, figure it out on her own. Yeah. And then what tripped me out once is that you know I picked her up from school, driving home, and you know I have it connected to my phone, so my car, so, and then you hear dun 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 dun, and then the chorus comes like, you're the meaning in my life. You're the inspiration. And she's singing it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you know this song? And she goes, I've heard it before. Was it redone by somebody? Or no, was it, it was, it was actual, the actual Chicago. Wow. wow. That's and I'm like, impressive. What the? 
Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. It's like, wow, yeah. that's awesome. Because yeah. like, a lot of kids now, they, they know like Journey and stuff like that from like, what is that, Rock Band? Oh, yeah. The yeah. games and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Even Fortnite is bringing back all the old school yeah, classics, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Actually, TikTok is doing that, yeah. right? Because yeah. the kids are, are hearing these songs and you're going, why do you know this song? Yeah. And they know 20 seconds of the song. Yeah, but yeah I, I, I know this will... I, I don't know what Devin will say to this, but, you know, Elon Musk bought Twitter, right? Yeah. So he wants to bring back Vine, which is, uh, which was the original TikTok mm. to compete with TikTok. Mm. So, Devin, the question is, would you rather have the Chinese spying on us with the TikTok or Elon Musk with the Vine? You have to pick, you have to pick one. I have to pick one? Yeah, I have to pick one. I think the Chinese, they have food. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. I had, I had a feeling. Elon Musk is bananas, dude. I, I can't even. It's, it's been a crazy week. Although, although I have to say we have a Tesla, but still. Yeah, yeah you can kind of yeah. call him banana when you drive a Tesla. He is bananas. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just curious because, you know, as a person who teaches ukulele, who teaches music to kids, uh, I'm I'm sort of trying to figure out how to get my kids to appreciate the music and i and I, i'll have to say like you guys i didn't appreciate like led zeppelin until i got to college yeah and it was just because everybody yeah, I mean, my, everybody yeah. in my dorm was stoned or drunk and listening <laughs> to but then you know you, listen to led zeppelin you, but. you guys gotta realize that your parents didn't influence you on your music in college and high school time so you just gotta let her go she's gonna find her way i guess but i mean mm-hmm. my i i remember i i got influenced by my auntie and my my uh, my foster brothers and stuff because my my parents' good friend and my my auntie them I would go over to their house and when we would take those long drives it was Kalapana two on an eight track all the way around the island and so I you know you had no choice actually, I memorized yeah. that whole yeah. damn album yeah. for that I can do it track for track so when Kalapana came out when they brought back the Kalapana album yeah. and they they juxtaposed a couple of the songs like they put Going Going Gone first I went that's not how the album is yeah. well even now with the new one the new LP that came out with the yeah. Kalapana they played a little bit faster remember we're yeah, at my yeah, house yeah, and yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sounds speed up a little bit you know yeah. but one of us guys could tell the difference because we grew up with listening to it right. over and over you know you know what I, I have thought about this though now that you mentioned it Devin so um, where I live my kids are very close to school mm-hmm. so there's no drive yeah. my son walks yeah. to school and I was like man the drive to school that's a good chance to indoctrinate your kid yeah because you can put on whatever you got control of the whatever they're gonna listen to right and you can just play it. And they got no choice but to sit there. Well, no. Now, I do that because my kids go to school far yeah. away from us. And my daughter's got headphones on. <laughs> my son got <laughs> headphones on. And so I'm like... But the, but the funniest part is um, my, my daughter came into, the, uh, came into the living room one day, right? And she's wearing a Def Leppard shirt. And I went, <laughs> Yes! Def Leppard, awesome! I go, that's so great. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, I don't know who this is. I just, it's the, it's the, the graphic. I just on like it. the graphic. I went, oh my god. Sad. Yeah. I go, you know who this is, right? She goes, yeah, I think so. It's some kind of. Rock well, you thing. know what's funny about that graphic is when I was ten, I think that's when Hysteria came out or whatever. Thanks. Yeah. Whichever the whatever the one the building exploding. That's and Pyromania. Pyromania. Oh, Pyromania. Okay. And then um, 
at the time, that was when it was like, oh, the, you play the record backward and you're worshiping well, no, the devil. You're watching the Eagle's Nest too much. So I had to like <laughs> ask my mom, I'm like, can I listen to this? And I had to show her the... Seriously? The, yeah, yeah. She was like, yeah, it's fine. But... Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I had to get permission to to now you the kid to you. You actually went even, and yeah. asked your mom. Yeah, that wasn't even the play backwards but, and. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was a lot more Ozzy. Uh, was, was Led Zeppelin was Stairway Led to Heaven? Zeppelin. Yeah, Stairway to Heaven. And yeah. then then the auto backup master came up with Sabbath and Ozzy and all that Dio yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff too, right? And then that popular show, The Eagles Nest. Remember that that Christian show that came on Saturdays or Sundays? I don't know. They I would play that. the records backwards. They, go, really? they would play it. Yeah, and they go, did you hear that? Did you hear that? And they would decipher the whole thing. Really? So I would watch it because it was so interesting to watch, you know. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, you know, it's funny because over time you get to know these artists, right? And they're just like normal people. Yeah. That well, just except for Ozzy. And Dio. Well, yeah. yeah. No, Dio was, Dio was actually a really, really normal dude. He's like really, really nice. They, they called him one of the, the nicest guys in heavy metal. He was yeah. just really cool. It just, he just he, looks he did all this really Yeah, he just did all this dark music. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. So sorry. You, sorry. We did your that. daughter pick up the ukulele too at one point in her life? Is she, is she, is she play, is a player and stuff? For two months. <laughs> 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 I mean, I tried. My father tried. Yeah. And then we were shooting video of her having a lesson with me and... I said, no, just do it again. Do it again. And she rolled her eyes. I said, okay, enough. <laughs> That's enough. You're not going to do this anymore. It's funny that um, whenever people go like, oh, I took lessons from Herb. I was like, oh, so you know the word again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how your dad was, though, when he taught you? or did? My father was actually more strict with me. He would like totally like yell, oh really? Like wow. at the top of his lungs, wow. kind of thing. What made you keep going then? <laughs> I know, because right? uh, at that age, sometimes most kids give up, you know. Well, I mean, be, I mean, he started teaching when I was three, so, and he told me to quit when I was twelve. Cause he just said that you know I taught you everything you know I, that I know already, so just quit because <laughs> you don't have interest anymore. You don't you don't you know you don't practice and. Oh, you know, puberty yeah. sinks in, right? Yeah. It's like yeah. one day you don't like girls, sec- the next day is like, ooh, that's, <laughs> that's different. <laughs> so what made you Let not me put quit? this down. No, I know, I gotta, yeah. So what, what made you not quit and pursue from 12 years old? Oh, I mean, I mean, I took a five-year break, but my father always kept me playing because he said that, you know, I'm going to go touring. I want you to go teach my students. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So kind of you, run the family you were business. Free, you were free labor, basically. Yeah, yeah no, no. You no, know, I was my summer job. Oh, okay. nice. So I was okay. thinking to myself, well, I'll be making some money then, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I just had to learn like 10 to 15 songs before summer. And then I started teaching. But, you know, when you think back, I think back on it now, it's like, how intimidating is it when you have a 13-year-old boy and you're an adult, like 30, 40 years Learning old. Ukulele. Learn and the 13 and year going, old boy. And he's going again, again. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do these workshops. And, and when they when they do really good, then he goes, "That was pretty good." <laughs> <laughs> yep, that wasn't that's bad. That's all I have It's like, oh, not bad, not bad. No, but we do these workshops. Well, he does the workshops. I, I'm just there for that. 
but we, we'll go on tour, right? And yeah. half of it is performing, half of the workshops. And I don't have anything to do because they don't want a workshop for me. So I just sit there. Which and is hysterical because you would think they would want to. Well, sometimes they go like, can you do a workshop? I'm like, on, on what? And they're like, well, you play the ukulele, right? I'm like, yeah, I can play the ukulele, but I don't really know what I would teach. And they're like, well, teach one of your songs. So I'm over there like teaching people how to strum. How can I get over it? I can teach the doom chuck. Yeah. But then all I be sitting outside, all I hear is, again. 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 That, that's the whole lesson. So yeah. again, what, what ignited your passion back then? Because you're teaching for for a job, but what ignited your passion back to uh, become a ukulele my classmate, um, Dr. Charles Arakaki? Oh wow! Uh, um, he said that hey, you you can play ukulele, right? I'm like, uh, uh, okay, okay, good. Then we're gonna do brown bags to stardom. Oh, okay. Oh, this was in high school. This is my senior in high school. Okay. So Brown Banks is stardom. And then he goes, here's a a cassette tape of the Makkah Sons of Nihau. And and we're going to do the song Wasted on the Way. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay. Did you know that song already? No, not at all. And I I was like, who the heck is Makkah Sons of Nihau? (laughs) And then... uh, to this day, I never gave back the cassette tape <laughs> <laughs> um, because I fell in love with um, the music that was on that tape. Mm. And yeah. I fell in love. And then I started listening to more Hawaiian music. And, mm. and then you got into reggae? No, the reggae part of it was because um, it was, you know, a bunch of friends that we wanted to just play music so pick up chicks no just play music (laughs) um so i mean so i mean it wasn't it wasn't about um just doing the hawaiian music even though we did but we just wanted to we figured that we should we got to do reggae in order for people to come in yeah i mean that was the time right yeah Yeah. that's true because you can take any song and make it a reggae song so right you're talking about like the time with um Brother Walter and all that stuff. No, this was when, I mean, Capena w- was playing, you know. Um, Studebakers? Studebakers, um, Malia's Cantina. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Malia's. Uh, I remember Malia's. I mean, Capena was the biggest thing then, right? Yeah. And then, in, like, in 1990, then everything else blew up with Hawaii Kane mm-hmm. and Brother Walter, mm-hmm. Manau Company. Yeah, I remember, man, 89, 90, I was at Yolani Summer School. Yeah. The older kids, the high school kids, pull up in their car and the Capenna would be blasting. Yeah, man. I'm like, oh, wow. What is this, you know? Yeah, I used to follow. Like, I used to go watch Kelly Ram all the time at Malia's. Mm. Um, saw them once at, um, what's that place on Kapiolani they used to play at all the, like, Sparkies. Oh, man, mm. that's, that's before oh. my time. <laughs> Jubilees. Um, Jubilees. I was underage, but I still got in. <laughs> Jubilees. That's from the Hawaii Kane song. Romeo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Romeo. Jubilees. Jubilees. Yeah. Walter used to play from like 11 at night, 10 or 11 at night to like 2 or 3 in the morning. Jeez. Jubilees. Jubilees. I saw Walter at like Kokanti Malia's before too. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> it's a, it's a crazy. trip to think about. In high school, we used to pound Kapana in our car stereo. Just as much as we pounded Run DMC. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. There wasn't any difference. Or, or MC Hammer. MC or Hammer. MC Hammer. Yeah. <laughs> well, MC Hammer's college for me, but they were so big at that time. It, there was yeah. no difference between local music and, some, to me, like Aerosmith or Run DMC or Van Halen. You, it's, you'd be part of the playlist you know, in my car. Yeah. Totally. Grandmaster Flash and the Furious, Furious Five. Five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? The message. Yeah. <laughs> Curtis Blow, basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How'd I you mean, do on that brown bags when you guys entered? We ended up not having one because we didn't have enough contestants. Oh, nah. Oh, oh UH Labs School, that's why? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Oh. How come they never just that's give it a title and let you? No, we just, but we, we performed at several school events because our choir teacher at that time, Miss Nola Nahulu, um, got wind of what we were trying to do, so she just let us perform. That's Is cool. your fellow band members still playing music today? Um, Dr. Arakaki is helping other people with other things. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know what that is? No. Dr. Arakaki. No. He helps the men. Men with their issues. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So if you, if you need help ever, you can uh, call Dr. Arakaki. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> but if it wasn't for Charles um, asking me to be a part of it. Yeah. And letting letting me listen to the Maka Sanzonia, mm. I probably wouldn't be playing ukulele today. That's cool. Wow, wow. that yeah. is interesting. Yeah. What was your band called? Um, that I was a part of in, in that the, brown bags. Oh, in brown bags, we called ourselves Nakua. No, I forget already. <laughs> I've uh, always wanted to have a band named Fat Pua'a, but. <laughs> What? That would be PH. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so I'm so we, glad you don't. When we did Iron Mango, that's what I tried that was to name close. the band. But yeah. I don't remember what the band was called. Hmm. Has every have all of us played it? Yeah, yeah, brown bags. Brown bags. Pretty much. Yeah, we all. You played brown bags too, right? I could do the brown bags assembly, but I wasn't able to enter brown bags. Because you already recorded. Because it was already. Oh, it was already a rock star, but oh, that's right. Not all rock stars. That's right. But when yeah. did you record first Pure Heart? No, we we didn't record yet, but I had already. They knew that I had already had paying gigs and stuff, and at the oh, coffee houses. This was like ninety. You know, I, it would have been my senior year at ninety six, but we started in ninety four, so I would have been two years into it already. You know. Oh wow! You were playing a lot of coffee shops and stuff at that mm-hmm. time, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and my sister's graduation party. What was your brown bags band name? You know, honestly, I don't remember either. But it was it was me. Uh, uh, I had to play, I played drums and I had to sing. Um, my friend Vito was our bass player and then uh, this guy Mark uh, played guitar and so we did trio and all we did was play Beatles and Rolling Stones and The Who. And you sang? Or and you I sang, yeah, I had to wow. sing because, yeah. So I would sing and nice. Mark would sing. Devin could sing too. It was uh it was interesting because we played uh we played satisfaction so I had to sing the song wow. but they Did you strut around like no I'm sitting behind a drum set but the the problem was they set up the speaker and everybody's had this who's played in a band they set up the speakers here and we were here <laughs> and there was no monitor no, so couldn't you couldn't hear and everything was going out that way. I could not hear what I was singing. I could not hear what I was. There's no playing. such thing as monitors and sound systems at Brown Bags. No idea, no. dude. No. Yeah. yeah. The only Pure Heart performance that we did out of state 
was at the San Francisco Luau in like 1998 or 9 or something mm-hmm. like that. And they didn't have monitors. Bruh. And it was like, I lost my voice. I couldn't, we couldn't hear anything. Like I was like, man. So when you look at the, when you watch the, the footage of the Beatles playing at, you know, like Shea Stadium and stuff. I don't know how they even. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, you're not, it's crazy. you didn't hear anything. All, all it was, it's just all you hear is screaming. Yeah. And they had like four, four little speakers going across the thing that are going that way. They didn't really have monitors or anything. I just that's, don't know That's where those 10,000 hours of playing in those strip clubs came so. in handy, you know? I know, probably. I know. It's crazy, man. Yeah. All right, Devin, we're going we're gonna to head out now, but we're going to go out with some music. Devin wants to hear a Kyle Creative Boy song. I do? What, what Kyle Creative Boy song do you want to do? When did I say that? You I said told it. him that. Oh, Kyle oh, want to hear a Kyle Creative Boy song. We want to hear the Doom Chuck. What, what 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 song do you guys want to hear? Whatever, but whatever is your. Is sing along how about Brown Eyed Girl? Okay, that's not a Kyle Creative oh, yeah. Boy song. Yeah, how about uh? <laughs> they did it, but it's not yeah. you. Right? How about you don't write? Okay. Oh, you ready? Okay. All right. Thanks everybody on YouTube. We will see you all later. And um, thanks, thanks, sir. Thanks for coming. For Thank letting us talk more about ourselves than you through <laughs> <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> it was fun. It was fun. It was good fun. <laughs> Which yeah. is kind of oh. how Herb likes it. So that's true. Okay, one, two, one, two, three, four. Okay, I'll start it. You don't write, I've been waiting for your call. Say, busy, baby, is that really all? Maybe it's just the loneliness that's driving me insane When we used to play, was it just a game? It's so we're meant to be Then why, oh why, did you go away and leave me Hey, cop, I don't know the words. <laughs> <laughs> you know, don't give me no excuse. Sick and tired of all your abuse. Don't say you love me when you're miles and miles away. Cause when the cat's away, the mice, they tend to play.
Sick and tired of all the abuse So don't say love me when you're miles and miles away Cause when the cat's away, the mice may tend to play Hardly call me on the phone, I'm all alone, come on.